Hey everyone, welcome to our kind of homesteading. We're your hosts, Sherry and Shauna. And today we are chatting about injuries on the homestead. Yep, because shit happens. <laughs> More often than you'd like. And we're also going to go over a first aid kit for your, I mean the humans on your property. And but also, you know, it could help out your animals too. And then, uh, yeah, we've got tons of stories for you. <laughs> Good stories. Uh, but before we get into that, we're talking about our unusual animal of the week. And I think it was last week that we kind of hit on this, but we wanted to get, um, you know, actually talk about it more. And it's the uh, water buffalo. So if you've ever had buffalo mozzarella, which is like... Like actual buffalo mozzarella, not like mozzarella skim cheese you get in the store. Yeah, like real buffalo mozzarella. It's super good, first off. And it's it's from a water buffalo. It's not from like, you know, a buffalo, like buffalo buffalo, like Tatanka <laughs> buffalo. Tatanka. Like, you know. <laughs> no one says that. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> um, yeah, so they are um, obviously used for dairy, but they can also be used for uh, meat. And they can also be used for, you know, plowing, you know. Yeah, because they're huge. Huge, huge animals. Yeah. But, you know, if they're raised right from what I understand and... I remember mom and dad went to visit a, a mm-hmm. water buffalo the farm. farm. Very, mm-hmm. very cool. They were very docile and yeah. very, very sweet animals. And Seemed pretty chill. Dad was all about it. Yeah, we almost got into that. We would have. We been, should. We should. Instead still. of goat people, we would have been water buffalo people. It sounds so much better. Does it? We yeah. like our goats. No, I love my goats. But to be like, what do you raise? Ah, uh, goats. They're like, mm, okay. Well, where do you raise water buffalo? They're oh, like, it's what m- the? way more interesting. Way more yeah. interesting. Yeah. We would have been those people that everybody Everyone. wants to talk to. That's right. Right now, we're just those weird people with goats. <laughs> we're goat people. I guess yeah. nobody wants to be a goat person. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No one wants to be a goat person. It's like with water buffalo. Goats are great. It'd be like that song, you know? What? If I was you, I'd want to be oh. me too. <laughs> I was like, there's a water buffalo song? <laughs> no, you know. What's her name? I forget. Uh, Whatever. I don't know. Nuance. Anyways. Anyways. Okay. We're in complete <laughs> stereo. So water buffalo, they can be used for meat. They are huge. and um, the But the buffalo mozzarella, with which is why most people raise the water buffalo, is because it's super, like, lucrative. Like, it, you get a lot of money for that milk, not just, like, not making the cheese yourself, but just to buy, to purchase the milk, so. Right. And then if you do make the cheese, it is a, you know, a crap ton of money. Yeah. And... Uh, for a very little amount, too. You know, for a very little amount of milk. Oh, you know? uh, yeah. Yes. The, like the pound per Yes, whatever. exactly. Or ounces. Ounces. Yes. I was like, what the freak is milk weight? <laughs> Not pounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. So, um, so, yes. Today we are talking about, we decided to talk about um, injuries on the homestead because we just had um, an accident just recently. And, you know, like... Obviously, there's a lot of equipment that you use all the time on your homestead, whether it's in your shop or like with us, we were just, um, we had, we're using a wood splitter (laughs) and, um, sounds like an ouchie already, huh? (laughs) And so you're constantly using things, whether it's small things, you know, I, I can't tell you how many like scrapes and stuff I have on my hands all the time, like hands and arms. Cause like with wire and going in in and out of things, or you're trying to you know, grab, um, I don't know, like this chicken's under this and you're trying to grab it or this goat stuck in here or I don't, I just, I always. Even like simply opening fences and gates, like, 
or climbing over fences really quickly to try to get to some animal that needs help very quickly or a child or even if it's not like an emergency <laughs> i feel like it's just like you're always just constantly on your every day just moving around yes. and doing stuff like yes. i just have scrapes and cuts so all many over cuts me. on my legs too just like it's just and so you need it's definitely a really good idea to have everything that you need in one location so you so you're like okay i need this i'm gonna go grab it or you can send one of your kids to get it they know exactly where it's at oh it's in this medical kit right over there and medical kit is necessary having everything together is very very important and and everyone knowing where it is exactly like your and being able to reach it so your kids need to be able to reach said medical kit right it should be very accessible yeah so i i feel like um the small like cuts and scrapes they because i'm always working with my hands and doing stuff with my hands they get infected very easily oh 100 oh my gosh i think every single time i cut my hands which is like at least twice a week they are infected yeah. And so it's really important to remember to take care of things right away. Yes. And I, um, so instead of like, we have like strong, we have like antibacterial things, but I, my go-to is collodial silver. Well, it's a strong antibacterial though. And it's, it's strong and it works super well is why I use it. So if anything gets infected, even if I like wash my hands right away, because I go right back out to whatever I'm doing and the wound hasn't closed yet, it gets infected. It's not because I'm not taking care of the wound is just because you're busy busy and I'm still trying to get shit done (laughs) right exactly exactly I don't have time for that and so um the collodial silver though it just is amazing and I know we sound like hippies or whatever but like just you don't knock it till you try it kind of well and if you don't know what collodial silver is um we can we can write some stuff up on Instagram about it but you definitely should do your research and go get some it's actually very easy to make I can do another little video about that. Um, but it is, yeah, it's a it's a game changer when it, yeah, it right, really like is. Literally use it for everything. <laughs> I mean, like, it could this. You have a sore throat, have some clear silver. You have a this, cut on your hand, yeah, have some well, and silver. Even you like, have an ear infection, have some clear silver. Curing ear infections. Yeah, which they'll tell you it's like you shouldn't do, but it works really, really yeah, well. Exactly. <laughs> it yeah, exactly. Eye it. infections, like it's just amazing. Yeah, so, so anyways, get yourself some collodial silver, people. Yeah, we're not trying to push it, but we're pushing it. <laughs> so, so the other day. So getting to my story, my husband and my in-laws are helping us to get um, with the wood. They're splitting the wood. And we had a a couple down trees. um, And so we're trying to get as much wood split before it gets to, you know, into the rainy season. And so they are just, they are planning to work all day on that. Um, So I was there earlier, but then I had to leave to take my daughter to dance. And so I was gone. But, you know, there's several adults still home, so I'm not, like, worried or anything. And But I get a phone call. My husband does is very squeamish, okay? He does not deal <laughs> with blood well. Ah, he's hilarious. Like, when I was in the hospital having our first child, and I, you know, I'm I'm, ha- I'm the one having it, right? I'm, I'm the one in pain. I'm the one having the baby, okay? He... That like that he was literally like going to pass out. The the nurses were more worried about him than me. They were like, "Oh, he looks like. Are you? Sh- we should get him a chair." I'm like, I, I don't care if he passes out, right? Like in front of me, I don't care. Like Shana's I'm having like, a baby. This is my moment. It <laughs> well, will like, be it's not my, just my moment. moment. But like, hello, you're worried about my husband passing out? Like I'm pushing a you're life out of my vagina right now. Like, what are you talking about? Like he's, he's worried, like you're worried about him. Like, hello, do you see it? It was my first one. So I was just like, okay, no, I'm, I'm the one that needs help. 
I am. Me. Me and my vagina need help, okay? Like, like leave. ow. Like, talking about ow. Like, he's just going to hit his head and probably passed out for a while. He'll wake up fine. It'll be better for everybody. Yeah, right? <laughs> Anyways, so he, he is very squeamish. So I was gone. So I get a call from my husband, and he sounds like I could see that he doesn't have – I could hear that he doesn't have color in his face. Like, that's how, like, he sounded. You know when you can, like – Oh my God, you're hilarious. I could hear that he didn't I, have you, color I could in his hear face. it. I could hear that he was just like, you know, pale as a ghost, probably just like freaking the F out. So, and he was just like, you know, how do I get, you know, to whatever hospital? Cause like his, it, it was his dad that had the injury and he, they have different, you know, whoever, you know how you have to have insurance. Insurance. There you yeah. go. Good Thank job. You. It's a word. So our, <laughs> our hospital is about 45 minutes away from us. And so most, I guess, most homesteaders, you are you live out further away from the city and things like hospitals. <laughs> right. So yes. like, you know. Yeah. So anyway. Slight drawback. Right. So I'm like, okay, like what happened? Like this is, I gave him the directions right away. I was like, this is where you need to go. I don't know why he couldn't Google it. Like, okay. But um, that's fine. So he, I gave him the directions. I'm like, just put it into your phone because he gets lost in a paper bag. And I was just like, you know, whatever. I was like, what happened? So he, they were chopping the wood. And I was just thinking that his, you know, dad's hand got like chopped off by the wood splitters. All like I'm thinking, but it goes so slow. I'm like, how did that happen? But like, um, you know, again, shit happens. So his dad just, because they had been doing it all day. And you know how we get into like just the consistent motion of just doing something. Right, and right. You're, you kind of. It's just like driving a car. If you get like tired or whatever, you just don't think as. Right. Well, you become lazy. You, yeah. Exactly. And so his dad's hand was just, you know. A little in, too late. In a bad spot. And it basically got crushed by the wood splitter, by the piece of wood. So it, no, like, it still was very much an open wound. Um, my husband was like, it looks like somebody made a Play-Doh hand. And like, it was just very, very horrible and so he can't handle that kind of stuff luckily his mom was there and was able to like you know kind of go grab the things she they needed like a towel and like you know so it's good to have that kind of stuff on hand like clean towels um in a medical kit where you can grab that kind of stuff because you need to wrap things up quickly and then you know get off to the hospital or you know call 911 if necessary we they just went to the hospital but he ended up having to have 45 stitches (laughs) In his, in, in his hand. And the guy has a pretty big hands, like, still, you know, though, but still 45. like 45 and just like your hand. Like I was like looking at my hand and I know my hand's significantly smaller, but like, I was just like, I don't even know where he'd put 45 stitches. Like, it's just crazy to me. And then he had three broken fingers and then some, um, I think there was some additional broken bones in his actual hand part. So, you know, all in all, it's pretty crappy. <laughs> But he's okay. Um, uh, he's he's healing up right now. He has to go to the surgeon next week. But, you know. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. I know. But, like, you know, that's – I guess that's just what we well, – and, and it's it, rarely, it, like, that bad, though. Right. And But, see, when it is, and that's the whole point of this episode today, is that when it is that bad, or even if it's not that bad, it's so nice to have things on hand. And so, like we said earlier in the episode, have a medical kit. Have all your shit in it. Get it prepared. Have everyone know that it's here. It's accessible. It's right here in this room in the house or it's right here on the deck all, you know, in a safe space where no animals can get to it and the rain can't get to it. And because like when shit happens, like obviously (laughs) you can't plan for it. Right. And so you need to be prepared so that when does when stuff does happen, 
you can go grab it really quick. Well, and instead of feeling like a chicken with your head cut off exactly. and running That's around awful. being like, where is this and where is that? Right. And knowing that you don't have that time to be looking for that kind of stuff. Right. Exactly. Um, having it all in one place is just it's such a, a benefit. Even when like minor things happen, you know, your kids like <laughs> my son just they were running across. We have this like old trailer. We're turning in, into a chicken coop. It's like a big old like a what like a. Like trailer a, bed thing right right okay? and the kids love to like run back and forth over like the bars on the trailer like little banshees and, and you know and you know when you're a parent you can like see things happening you're like i know right. this is gonna happen you're like this is an ending badly and i i guess that's also called anxiety but like whatever <laughs> um so i'm like you guys are are going to fall you're gonna like scrape the crap out of your shins and it's gonna suck you know right, right. but they're like we always do this i'm like whatever so i go off to the barn because i'm busy and but and I'm in the barn and I hear <laughs> my son like you know he he swears when he gets hurt don't we all um you know I hear my son and and so I step out of the barn to like look you know and all like because my daughter was with him because they were playing and <laughs> I hear him being like don't cry to my daughter so I'm like wait who got hurt then because I heard Ronan swear like he got injured, but then he's yelling at River not to cry. So I like go over there and it was Ronan that got hurt, but he just, he was so upset. He didn't want her to cry because it would make him start crying, but he didn't he's want all, to Don't cry. you cry because yeah. then I cry. Yeah, but it was just so That's funny. So I'm like, weird. why are you yelling at your sister She's not like, to I'm cry? I'm cry. You're yeah. hurt. <laughs> and he, he did. He like really effed up his shin, like scraped so much skin off of it. It looked really bad and he's really thin. And so there's not a lot of... You know, there's not a lot of meat anyways on your shin. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Anyways. Ow. But when your kids are like screaming like bloody murder about whatever, or even if they're not, but you know, like it will just be better the quicker you can get it like, you know, band-aids and you can no longer see the blood. You know, right. kind of thing. Yes. You exactly. want to know where everything is. You don't want to be walking out of your house being like, I can't find a flipping band-aid. You know, it's like, I, I no, hate and that. It's, and it's, I so you're it. already like so upset because your kid's upset. And the last thing you want to be is like, okay, and now I'm even more upset and more anxious because I can't find the gauze. Like it's, <laughs> the that's gauze. It. it's well, that's what happened. So when Dea, this was years ago, she went out, she's feeding our chickens. We had a, at the time a couple different coops and one was right above our house and she all of a sudden I hear her screaming and I met her by the time I got to the to the front door on the porch she was already on the porch and she's holding her eye what had happened was oh, I remember this it's so awful oh. what had happened was um when she was trying to open the chicken gate to let them out a very stray piece of wire that was still connected to the chicken coop though and the door and she didn't realize it it basically like whiplash right back, across yeah. her eyeball like her actual eyeball like not not the skin of her eyelid like her eyeball and she wasn't bleeding but she couldn't see out of her eye and it was like it's like freaking terrifying I was like oh my god did she just like blind herself Ugh. and I I knew that she should just keep her eyes shut so I kept her eye shut. I did have a bandage on me, like a gauze, and I just taped it over her eye. And so she just sat there. That was there. so smart of you. Yeah. So she just sat there. Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank Not you. my first rodeo. Did so you she YouTube that. No, no. I would just like keep You're your eye closed. Instinctual. Yeah, huh? keep your eye closed. And yeah. then the That's doctor, kind of when I called the doctor, he, she was like, "Keep her eye closed." I was like, "Yeah, I know. I'm on it. Her eye is." Closed. I mean, I guess you kind of you know, but, like when you get poked in the eye, right? You're like, like, ow! Exactly. <laughs> my eye is staying shut. <laughs> and then we, when we went to the doctor, when they they turn off the lights, and she put this like a fluorescent kind of stuff in her eyeball to see where the cut was and she shined like a like an actual black light on her eye the cut went from one side of her eyeball 
all the way across horizontally oh. the other side. It was unreal looking at the cut. Like right across her 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 cornea and everything. It was just insane. Ouchie. I it was insane. And so she was fine though, by the way, not blind <laughs> in that eye. Thank goodness. But it was crazy. Yeah. And and again, I I had the stuff where I knew that it was and it was very nice to just no, it was there. I went and grabbed it. And it was one less thing I had to worry about in that moment of a very anxious moment. Of being you know? stressed out. So stressed. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So we have like a list here that we're just going to go over of things that you should have in your kit. Um, but Sherry will include this in the show notes. And then we're going to do um, like another show you our medical kit. And then we'll do that on Instagram and then list what you should have in it. Does yeah, exactly. Does that make sense? Yes. Did I say that? Clearly? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so first thing, um, an, an antacid. I know it seems kind of strange, but it helps with a lot of different things. So just like Tums is fine. Um, we have hand sanitizer that can do multiple things, by yeah. the way. Well, like when you are helping your child or your spouse or whoever on your property uh-huh. with an injury, you don't want to have disgusting chicken poop hands. You want, <laughs> you know... <laughs> You know, Here, let me get this chicken poop in that cut. Well, yeah, great. and like I know, like if you and if you don't, if you're kind of out in the back part of your property or whatever, and you don't have like a sink and soap, but you have your handy dandy little medical kit sitting next to you because you're out doing stuff. Right, like, exactly. Hand and sanitizer. Hand sanitizer necessary. Um, so, all sizes of bandages, and all sizes, obviously, you just never know what it's going to be. A tiny cut, you know, medium cut, large cut, and all sizes bandages helps out a ton. Vet wrap. Very important. This can be used um, on people and animals, obviously. And it's just really, really good at securing a bandage. If you had a really big cut, if it, you had a burn, um, I have a story about a burn that I will tell after this. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, so vet wrap, essential. Have like a couple rolls because it goes very quick, actually. An antibiotic ointment um, and colloidal silver. I know we mentioned colloidal silver. I cannot stress it enough, though. It is, like we said, like a lifesaver. Um, cold compress, gloves. Uh, again, if you didn't maybe have hand sanitizer in your kit, you could just slip some gloves on and know that you're not going to get any of those these wounds you're tending to infected further. That, that's true. And for the cold compress, they have things like those ice bags where you like once you pop them and break them they turn cold yes so it's not like you have to have a freezer nearby no no of course yeah the cold compresses that are just the ones Mm -hmm. that you yeah Mm -hmm. um okay so ace bandage um that's going to be similar to your vet wrap i prefer vet wrap to be honest but an ace bandage would be good if it was actually like you know your kid or in an animal like strains poles you know whatever Mm -hmm. and then you can you know wrap them up and they're kind of good to go and you can even use that as like um the ace bandage with just some like sticks or whatever if somebody like breaks something and you need to just splint it before temporarily temporarily you can use the ace bandage to help with the splint definitely and i've actually used vet wrap to splint broken things especially with chickens Mm -hmm. vet wrap and little sticks because it sticks and and it because yeah exactly because it sticks to itself it's just so awesome i love vet wrap um, gauze and gauze pads. So like gauze, rolls of gauze, and then also gauze pads. You definitely will need both. Uh, scissors to cut the gauze roll <laughs> and to cut other things. Your vet wrap, for example. Like it doesn't, you can't just like cut it off with your teeth. You got to need scissors well, for you that. you can try, but <laughs> you can have a lot of vet wrap in your teeth. So the other thing I was going to say as just as homesteaders and if, I feel like this is for everybody, even if you don't have art. 
don't live on a homestead um if just walking around and if you can you should always have like a small knife on you and not oh yeah um because you so many things happen where you just need to cut away something like and there's been many instances where people are like have something wrapped around their throat or something like that and it just needs to get cut away um or somebody something's trapped somewhere and just having that knife on you could really like I feel like and I feel like especially on a homestead you always need you're like I wish I had a knife on me you know like yeah we actually have like we have scissors and a knife in our kit but we actually have scissors placed strategically around our property because that is how often we need them mm-hmm. to like cut away a goat is their collar stuck here or this chicken has shit wrapped around its feet. I or can't even cutting tell away the freaking times. twine from the hay bales. You know? <laughs> exactly, right? We, we, have, we a, have one near yeah. our hay bales, but then we also have one by the chicken coop mm-hmm. and we have one again by the goat pen because they're just, they're always needed. Yep. So good things to have. Scissors everywhere. Um, okay, tweezers, another good thing, obviously, for obvious reasons. Burn cream. This is, and you can actually get burn cream, and you can actually also get, like, a burn, it's like a gel, and there's also, like, a, uh, what do you call it? Just, like, a liquid type of burn stuff you can use. So, good stuff to have on hand. Alcohol wipes. Very good to have for, obviously, cleaning purposes. A thermometer, obviously. If your animals or you, you know, um, probably don't use the same one. You might want to have two different ones. I was just going to say that. Let's <laughs> <laughs> turn up the goat's Ew. butt. Here, <laughs> put it in your mouth. Pass. <laughs> Polite pass. I'll just be sick. <laughs> I'll just have a temperature thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't need to know. I know I don't. I feel like shit, so we're good. <laughs> um, Tylenol, Benadryl. Benadryl is very, very good for, um, if, in case someone's having some allergic reaction, I, it can be a huge, <laughs> huge lifesaver. If you don't have Benadryl in your medical kit, like go out and get some. Um, you know, Sherry and I always try to do like natural things before we go to medicine, but Benadryl is something, like an allergy is just something you don't mess around with, like in in my opinion. And especially if you have bees and stuff like that and you're keeping bees or anything where it's like could be a major allergy for somebody that even comes on your property. Like even popping a Benadryl, it's not going to help them from going into anaphylactic shock, but it could slow down any kind of reaction. So right. Exactly. It's kind of. I, I, I concur because, yeah, I don't I, do, I agree that with you that allergies are nothing to mess with. Yeah. And like I always I always want to like stay away from. Like, you know, turning to medicine right away, but for an allergy, like, yeah, no. Yeah. Just like. Benadryl is definitely worth it. Yeah. I, um, when I was younger, I remember we were just, I was like walking through a parking lot or something with mom and all all of a sudden I felt like just my eyes got so heavy and I was like, mom, I don't feel good. And I don't know what, something was in the air, something just like hit me, but my, I had these huge bumps all of a sudden under my eyes and I could like barely open them. And she just, oh she just happened to, she always just carried Benadryl because she's just that mom, you know, where she like, likes to be ready for stuff. She's a good mom. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and so she gave me a Benadryl and it completely went away, but I just, and I ended up just being allergic to some like freaking tree that was like blooming or some weird right, right. shit that, yeah. you know, again, you don't like, you're not planning being like, oh, they're going to have an aller- allergy reaction today. <laughs> it's going to be swell. Yeah. But like, you know, stuff like that. Not that it was, like, life-threatening. I wasn't, like, I, it's not like I couldn't breathe, but it still sucked. Yeah, and you never know, right? Yeah. <laughs> you never know. And like you said, I could slow it down. Um, another thing for your medical kit is blood stop powder. And you can buy blood stop powder, like, at your any feed store. Or yarrow. 
Um, if you powdered don't know, yarrow. Yeah, yeah powdered we've yarrow. We've talked about that before. We've talked about that before, and it is just like bloodstock powder. We'll do this, have the same exact effect. All right, the other thing you can use um, is honey. So if you have like a really bad open wound and you pour honey on it, it is like, yeah. it's antibacterial and it also basically almost like helps slow the, um, the blood, it acts as like a blood stop. It's, it's kind of crazy. So, um, way to go, Sherry. Um, so, oh, an electrolyte powder. Again, um, heat stroke, um, somebody just, you know feeling unwell after being in the sun, having an electrolyte powder, it's not like you always have, you know, um, uh, what's it called? Gatorade on you or anything like that. So having like an electric light powder in there is super handy, especially when somebody does have heat stroke. Um, bottles of water in your medical kit. Obviously you can't leave them in forever. If you don't use them, you need to like, you know, toss them out and then put new ones in there. But having a couple, it doesn't, is is necessary and not only does it help like you can wash away stuff from wounds and try to clean it sterilize things but you can use that if somebody does have heat stroke to put the electrolyte powder in yeah yeah okay um the eye patch the they have like eye gauze thingies to go over your eyes and the, the sherry was just talking about that kind of stuff happens all the time like we use bungee cords all the time like i feel like I hate I hate bungee cords like they can snap back and they smack you like in the face or whatever I actually um we were tying down a couch once and I had uh one of those large metal carabiner clips on the end of like a bungee thing and it popped out of my hand and my daughter happened to be standing right there and it popped her right in the face and knocked her flipping tooth out so super fun not that you can put a gauze pad on that <laughs> she just had to wait to go to the dentist and get her tooth fixed but it still sucked so yeah um a, a, oh a little first aid guide they usually come in the really big first aid kits if you just buy one of those um they usually come in there but it just kind of tells you like basic stuff so if you are out somewhere and you can't like youtube something or you don't know what to do it might be helpful to have that um, on hand and then having your emergency contacts uh, obviously you know like like 911 and stuff like that but um <laughs> but like just for people like that you need to contact in case something happens not just with your animals but with whoever you have on your property like so if you're having you know your neighbor on your property make sure you have their spouse's number or whatever that you could get a hold of in case something happens does that make sense Oh, oh, yeah, that's a, that's a very good point. That's a very good point. I like, like that. Yeah, yeah. because, yeah. you know, if something happens, you don't want to be like, I don't know how to contact your loved one who right. would like to be at the hospital with you. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh, a duct tape. Duct tape, people, come on. Duct tape is great for yeah, everything. And so duct tape, because it can get, be, because you can wrap it so tight, if you are, if you actually have a person that has an injury or even an animal that where they're actually like, bleeding out like a lot you can actually you know stop the blood with that like not stop the blood but if you tied it up above the cut you know the like injury a tourniquet. like a tourniquet exactly thank you for that word missing it um and then clean towels was our last thing on the list and clean towels because again if there's a lot of blood and you need to sop it up like you obviously aren't going to want to take off your sweater and use your sweater probably you could <laughs> you totally <laughs> <would> could <laughs> Yeah, but having clean towels in your kit or, you know, on hand or whatever is just, like I said the other day when my father-in-law 
smashed his hand, it was, you know, my mother-in-law had to go get clean towels. And having those, like, on hand where you're like, oh, they're right here and that's what they're used for, then you're like, you know, you're not using your favorite, you know, tea towel or whatever. Right, exactly. Um, And then... Yeah, I think that is all for our kit. Again, we're going to put this on, um, what is it? What is it called? Show notes. We're going to put it in the show notes. Do you want to list it in the show notes? I, I Honestly, I don't think I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. We're, yeah. We'll probably list it on Instagram. Yeah, I'm going to, we can list it on Instagram for sure. And like Shauna said, we have a little video and showing you our yeah, showing you our um, our kit. And I know the, the no, list that, we just the, gave you is huge. And you're going to need extensive. a... Extensive. It's very extensive. You're going to need a larger setup. Um, I'm not sure even the brand we have or what it is even. I can get that and definitely put on Instagram for everyone. But yeah, so you need a, you need a larger, you know, larger storage, larger space. So um, last story, which is, it was pretty recent. It was only what, like... When was that? It's less than a year ago. Less than a year ago for sure. So um, my teenagers had a a little like a uh, little bon- fire pit. Bonfire, yeah. A little bonfire. Okay. Had a little bonfire going on and um, we were all out. We were all out there just hanging out and doing our thing. And all of a sudden I hear my, um, my at the time he was, at the time he was four and I hear him crying and I was like, what? You know, I look over and here comes, I think it was Abby actually, my, my son's girlfriend. Yeah, Abby. Okay. Um, she comes <laughs> over and she's carrying him and he's screaming and she's like, he fell into the, into the fire pit. And I was like, oh my God, I'm looking at his arm and I can already tell it's going to be awful. I can tell just by the burn. I can tell how the skin is scraped off and I'm like, this is going to be bad. So I rush him down to the house and dad... You know how dad is like in an emergency and he's usually like super like, okay, we are doing Superman, this. But yeah, yeah, Superman usually like on top of it. Sorry. And sorry <laughs> if I real's bothering us. And he was like really nonchalant about it. Yeah, so he's super calm about it and being just kind of weird. And I was like, whatever, I'm like nuanced. I'm running my child back down to my house and he's screaming and I'm like, oh my God, it's just so bad. And I get home and the skin is just falling off his arm. It sounds so gross, but that's what it was. And he had literally burned all the way from his finger, fingertips, like the side of his little, little um, pinky, all the way, or no, his thumb, side of his thumb, all the way down, all the way to his elbow. It was like this massive burn. I remember, I'm so I called, I called you, remember? Yeah, you I, weren't here. I called Shauna and I'm like, okay, what is the best thing for a burn? I'm, re- I'm, re- so, I'm not remembering. So she says, what's the best thing for a burn? But you know when, and my sister, she doesn't sound like, you know when people sound frantic and she just sounded frantic then, but she didn't sound like that. She was like, so what's the, I couldn't remember, what's the best thing for a burn? Like that's, so I'm thinking like she burned herself while cooking, you know? And I was like, oh, you know, put your finger in some like vinegar or whatever. And then it kind of neutralizes the burn. And after a couple minutes and it feels better or whatever. But I, I wasn't realizing that it was like a, was a second degree burn? Yes. Yeah. I uh, I would never have said that. <laughs> well, so my bad for not telling you what it was about. I was trying to maintain maintain my calmness for oh, legend because no, he was so, so upset. Like, I, uh, well, so I, I pour fucking I vinegar don't, don't, don't all over his arm, and he screams. Yes, of course he, he is. And he jumps off the counter, and he uh, practically jumps off the counter. And I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh! And it was just so awful. Well, I went ahead. 
And I, and I, in the back of my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, collodial silver. And I know we've been talking about it all freaking episode, <laughs> but you guys, this stuff is the Nobody's best for Nobody's giving burns. us any money for this, by the way. Yeah, no, we're no, just, we're, yeah, no, we're just, we just super like into it. it. The, be- the best stuff for burns because it can actually, um, it, it decreases the chances of your burn being infected. And you know, that's where burns go wrong. It's not the actual burn. It's a secondary infections afterwards. That's what actually usually will Which, you know, end up. The vinegar up. probably helped. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So oh God, I, I took so this bad. huge bottle of uh. Codial Silver that costs, a, it, it's very expensive stuff. And I dumped it all over his arm, all into this little little dish, a 13 by 9 tray. I had him push, pulled, push his arm down into it. And he's holding his arm. And while his arm was in the Codial Silver, he would not cry. He was, he, he's like, it feels better, mama. It feels better. I'm like, okay, okay. I'm looking at it, looking at it. The skin's the sloughing, like sloughing mm. off. And I was like, we have to go to the ER. And I had dad come down and dad comes down. He's like, what the? I didn't know he burned his arm this bad. I thought he just like, I don't even know what I thought. I'm like, and then he felt so bad. Because remember when, earlier when yeah. I was talking about dad being so kind of not like yeah. nonchalant about it? Well, that, that I blame you. <laughs> I blame you because of how you handle situations. You are very With nonchalant. utter calmness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, are so like, you know. I'm the like, person you want in a crazy situation. I Are you though? I, because I, like yes, nobody I can knew maintain it calmness. Was cr- like I, yeah. I was calm. No. All sorts of calm. I know, but nobody knows how bad it is or that they should be worried or want to help you because they're like, oh no, she seems fine. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. She just nonchalantly yeah. carrying him down. No, I was running. In my benefit, I was running down to my house carrying him. Like, I knew it was bad. And sure enough, we get to the doctor, and he's like, okay, this is, how did this happen? Like, looking at me, and I'm like, don't give me that, did you do this look to me? Of course, I didn't do that to him. You know, doctors are so, no offense if you're a doctor. It was just, it's just like, that That look, it's just like, I always am like, why? Why do you look at me like that? Do I look like a mom who would burn her son on purpose? Hmm? Do I? It just was so weird. Anyways, we we bandaged them all up. It was all fixed, and uh, and it was so funny. Legend, even before they bandaged him, totally, just like by the time the doctor got to us, he was just like bouncing, trying to show me like jumps and this off the you know the benches in the hospital and stuff. It was like, like he felt fine. He he was he was more or less fine. It, it was an awful burn, but he you know kids. I know. Like, so freaking resilient. Well, and it's crazy. The, and they have, like, an ability, unlike adults, to not, like, focus on it. Yeah, not at all. Where they were, like, focusing on the pain. I'm going to feel like, all of feel it. Feel all of it. It hurts. <laughs> but, like, kids are like, all right. Well. Over that. Yeah. It's boring now. <laughs> yeah, boring. Um, yeah, it, that was a really. And, and Sherry actually used, so they had the bandage and they used the vet wrap on top of that to keep it in place for a while. Yeah, because again, the hospital staff—no offense—the nurse was actually really good, and the doctor was really good too. But they they did not bandage it well, like for a very rambunctious five-year-old. And obviously, they didn't know him. Well, yeah, they don't know him, but and, yeah. but like, I mean, um. yeah, that ain't gonna stay. <laughs> like, and you need to wrap this <laughs> like it's a buck that has several females next to him in heat. Okay, that's how well you need to wrap this. Seriously. He's like, what? They're like a buck. What? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, stop it. Yeah, it was so I rewrapped it when we got home and then it stayed, but it was and then we had to we had to, I had to do that for 2 weeks or even longer. No, it was, crazy. It was longer than that. And then you had the burn doctor from the surgeon, surgeon call and stuff, but it was an awful he said accident. that you did a really good job that it looked really good. Okay, and not to sound like a crazy person, but <laughs> you know what I I mean, I know I did a good job taking care of the, his wound, but I swear it was that Clodio silver. Oh, cuz you know what he they had prescribed for him? was a um you know i use it to spray the goats all the time what's Hutchison? it called 
No. No, no, not better <laughs> like, that's a, No, when I milk them, thing. it's not, uh, damn it, I'm missing the thing. Anyways, whatever. It, it was, he prescribed to, to clean, in order to clean it and to keep it clean, because that's the major part, he had prescribed this, it was basically, it would have been stinging like a ton. Like, Legend would have never let me use it. I would have used it once, and he would have been like, oh, I'm not trusting oh, you now. Oh, yeah. And I was like, well, I'm not using that on him, obviously. And so I just used Clodial Silver. That's all I used. And, and this, it healed I know kids, I know. kids are, like, amazing at healing anyways, but, like, he doesn't even have a scar. No, there's, there's nothing there's there. Ne- you could not tell that he that kid had a second degree And the doctor burn. said, he, he said, this is going to be a very bad scar. Yeah, it looks in the, great. In the hospital. And, I'm, and there's like, no there, scar you, there. There's like no, there, it's just like, you can't even if, look at his arm and be like, there's, no, nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. Yeah, it was. But amazing. Amazing. So yes, so lots of shit does happen while yeah. you are out and about yeah. and doing your homesteading things. And even the minor things, you don't want them to be a big deal. So you need to do, like definitely like take care of them and do whatever you need to do. Because um, like things like that, like can, getting infections and stuff like that, you don't, you know. Nobody needs that in their life. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So, um, anyways, um, we hope you guys um, enjoyed this little chat and you got some good information for your farm and homestead. Definitely. And per the norm, please share with all your loved ones. If you're liking what we're talking about, share, share, share. And if you would also rate us on our Captivate podcast site, that would be swell. And we would appreciate you forever. Yes, and like always, if you have any questions or if there is something you want to um, hear us talk about, you can go ahead and email us at ourkindofhomesteading at gmail.com. And yeah, and we will definitely get back to you. So beyond that, we will talk to you all later. Happy homesteading. Goodbye.